0: Thank you.
1: to In Your Ears for 50 Years. I'm Gabby Salgado. This summer, we are taking a look at the people and history of KYUK as we celebrate 50 years on the air. Before we get into the episode for today, I just wanted to remind everybody to rate, review, and subscribe to this show and all of KYUK shows. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and NPR One. New episodes of In Your Ears for 50 Years air Fridays at 1 p.m. on KYUK, 640 a.m. KYUK has had interns for over 20 years, from high schoolers coming in to run the camera for TV news to recent graduates helping out in the radio room. There is a long history of interns at this station. In 2015, KYUK began an internship program with the Lower Cuscoquim School District, the program brought students from surrounding villages who were interested in working in media to Bethel. In 2018, three of these interns, Aaron Carl of Kwingilinok, Selena Ngaik of Tanunik, and Jackie Williams of Makoriak, won first place for sports reporting from the Alaska Press Club, beating out professional journalists across the state for the title.
2: All cross-country races begin the same way with a shot. There you go. Yeah. The boys race first, sprinting from the starting line with ringing sounds of the guns still in their ears. Unlike last week's race, this day is clear, windless, and the sun shines brightly. The course through Bethel Sandpits is 3.1 miles of hilly terrain through sometimes deep silt. This can be challenging for runners accustomed to training on hard, flat surfaces.
1: Over the years, KYUK's internship program has grown and produced not only award-winning journalism and brilliantly made short documentaries, but also sparked a passion for media in students across the YK Delta. This week, guest host and multimedia director Katie Basil sat down with former intern Matthew Fabienne and current intern Kaylee King, to talk about what brought them to KYUK, what it was like for them working here, and how KYUK helped them grow.
0: Thank you both for joining me. And we've, we've had our internship programs at KYUK for years. I wish we had an exact date, but it goes um, way back. And Kaylee has been part of our Media Ready program for three and a half years now. And she's going off to college um, in Anchorage to pursue media, which is really exciting. Um, Can I have each of you introduce yourselves and just tell me what you do for work? Matt, we can start with you.
3: My name is Matt Fabian. Um, I uh, do videography. I do video editing, a lot of studio work. Um, I also do a share of music composition as well. And I, uh, on top of all that, Work in a lot of the, uh, bands, local bands that are playing music, um, around Anchorage and, uh, between those three, that, uh, keeps me pretty busy. Um, and I would say I've been working in media for probably the last, probably going on six years now.
0: Awesome. And do you work at, at Alaska public media now?
3: I do work at Alaska public media now since, uh, since May of 2020.
2: I'm Kaylee King and I'm from Macquarie, Alaska. I've worked here at KYUK since 2018. I've worked in the media department, made a few documentaries before then even. And after that, I worked in radio and then now I'm a reporting news
0: intern. Awesome. And Kaylee, you you just graduated from high school, right? I was the only one that graduated from high school. And what a tough year to graduate. So both of you guys um, either currently Kaylee is a KYUK intern and Matt, you were in the past. Can you um, talk a little bit about that, Matt? How did you become an intern for KYUK?
3: I remember before working at KYUK, it was that summer of 2014. I had kind of gone through some jobs I was really not happy with. Um, I, uh, the one before that I was working at Valley Village. I, was collecting like donations and clothes and like had to sort through them. And like half of it was garbage. So we were like throwing in a huge trash compactor and then like pushing all these carts over. And I was also kind of working around a lot of people that didn't, um, you know, n- nothing against them or their decisions in life, but they were very convinced that that was the end of the road. But I was only like, you know, 18, 19 years old. So I, I, I just, I wasn't happy. And, um, and I think my mom had um, was like, well, I know Shane Iverson, who works at KYUK, and is uh, uh, they're, they're looking for interns. They're doing a, a program. And I, uh, I was like, okay, well, I'll do this thing for a month where I work at, at the radio station in Bethel. And um, I ended up talking to Shane, and he was like, yeah, we've got this little apartment upstairs. You can stay here. And I kind of was like, okay, this is cool. And I had no idea who he was, hadn't even seen him flying into Bethel and there's like no cell phone service either. So I can't call him. I had to kind of look for him and hope that like that was him. Um But it ended up being like one of the the coolest things I did and got to learn a lot and helped me uh, uh, realize that, you know, media overall is something that I would be happy working in.
0: That's really cool. It sounds like it came at like a really nice little turning point in your life.
3: Yeah, no, it was it was really nice. Um, I Um I, I hadn't really decided yet what I I I knew that like if I wanted to I knew I wanted to be a musician but like I needed something to to support it through the years right um something that was a little more financially stable and um I through that month I kind of figured out oh well even if it isn't radio that I'm doing um there's something here in this in these departments that I could do like whether it's editing whether it's um audio work whether it's doing news stories. Um, so that was the, the, the start of that.
0: Very cool. And Kaylee, how about you? How did you hear about the intern program at KYUK? How did you get started?
2: Um, ending of my eighth grade year, I joined a summer academy that was like for um, like ninth graders, high schoolers. And I joined the film academy. And that's that was my first experience with media. So after that, I did it one more year. And then I applied for the Film Ready Academy, which is like throughout the school year. And since then I've been like really into journalism and media. There are are different um, academies that you could join, like art and fabrication. So I joined the Film Academy and that's when I started liking media.
0: Yeah, that's where I first met Kaylee. That's a program I've been involved in. And I'm trying to remember the first film you made, Kaylee. It wasn't the plastic bags one. it was, which one? It was the one in Tununuk. the um, the one with Erin. Right. Yeah. And that was on um, like on subsistence, right? It was about like alcohol usage in the village. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, that's one thing with Kaylee. Kaylee, I've always been impressed with how you, um, you always go after like the tough topics. You know, that film was about alcohol issues. The next time you came through, um, you did one on AC bags, like plastic bags and how they're actually, illegal. you're not supposed to have them in Bethel, but people continue to use them. Um, and then the teacher turnover how the high teacher turnover rate affects students. So yeah, super, it's so important to hear, I think from youth on on issues, what issues are um, impacting you guys.
2: I I wanted to do a um, follow-up on that plastic bag thing because they they were talking about it in the council meetings, I think, or something about recycling. Caps, little plastic, sometimes Sometimes I see lots of bags the AC store. How do you guys feel about it? Uh, it just doesn't make me feel right. In Bethel Aska, there are lots of plastic grocery bags and trees scattered across the tundra and in water around town. They are basically everywhere. These bags impact our environment. They cover up plants restricting new growth and contribute to the litter
0: around Bethel. Yeah, I think after your short film came out, on plastic bags, someone brought it, saw it, and then brought that issue back up at city council. And they, um, there was another effort to get plastic bags out, but they just keep coming back. (laughs) So now that you're, that could be like a story that you work on at, yeah, maybe suggest that to the news department, a follow-up on that would be, I think really valid. Matt, you talked about, there was kind of a time where you decided to pursue media professionally. It was kind of that, that summer at, um, here at KYUK. Um, was there like a specific story you got to work on or some project or like a moment where you really decided like, Oh yeah, this is it for me.
3: Um, I, I did have, there, there were a couple moments. Um, I, I do remember Deisha Deisha Eaton, who is working along with me at the time. Um, she was like, well, let's like, make sure you like get the idea of like doing a, a radio news story. So you understand how that works. Um, and Chris Ho, who had been working on Deadliest Catch, they had just won an Emmy for their, their efforts on the, on the show. Right. And that was going to be it. I was going to talk to Chris and I knew Chris because he was a family friend of ours and worked with my dad. Um, and Yeah, it was gonna be great. But as I like was putting it together, um, putting in together sound bites and was like trying to write the script, um, in the moment I was like, oh, this is not for me. Like, uh, I'm not a good writer. I'm trying to like put like the sound bites correctly. And like, um, I'm kind of judgmental of my own work and craft in the moment. So I I felt really kind of self-conscious and also hearing my voice for the first time. But at the end of it, once I saw it all done, it was, it was, it was just really nice and great to say to myself, oh, you made something today. Just like the fact to have that alone to be like, oh, you made something you maybe didn't like it at the time, but you, you made it and, and completed something. Um, so I think it was like an editing. I was like, I really like the editing side of, um, of media and production and, um, kind of putting things together into this visual auditory dish, if you will. So I, th- I think that was mainly the probably the big moment when I was working on that story.
0: That's cool, I like what you said. I made something today. That's such a good feeling
3: <laughs> right it It was something so small yet uh made sort of like kind of a bigger impact in my uh, in my heart. I was like, yeah, well, I did something
2: right now. I'm doing that too. I'm making my first story
0: alone,
3: like oh cool.
0: And I'm starting to put in sound bites um. Kaylee, how about how about you? Was there a specific moment when you decided to you wanted to pursue media professionally? I mean, I know like over the years you've gotten to do some cool stuff, but what was there like a project or a day or? Um, I think it was
2: when I first went to the Film Academy, like we were using the camera and the tripod and We kept working together and it was so fun. Like, and we even traveled. And I love traveling and meeting new people. And it's, I think it was just like the production that made me really want to do something.
0: Very cool. Yeah, traveling out here is pretty much the best, meeting people. So Kaylee, you're about to go to school for media and journalism. How do you know what what your plans are? Like what's the program at UAA and how has working at KYUK kind of influenced that decision?
2: The major is journalism and public communications. I think it's because I really want to do something like in the region and it's so fun doing all these things. And I know I had a head start for most people. So <laughs> I think um, doing more in-depth studies like criticism, critical media literacy. Yeah. So I want to like know more, I guess, about journalism. I even had a class uh, online and there were a lot like yellow journalism and all that. So I want to know
0: more. That's probably it. Yeah, kind of like the history of journalism and how it, it has such an influence on on day-to-day life. Um, oh. Go ahead, Matt. How has KYUK influenced your, your path?
3: Yeah, um, I, I know that I tried to... I, I figured out slowly in time kind of after that, that, um, not that college wasn't for me, but it wasn't something that was going to help with the kind of the frame of mind I had at the time. I had kind of a, um, a shorter attention span and I didn't, uh, really stay focused a lot in, uh, classes that I did take at UAA. I didn't really sign up for like a, a degree program or anything like that, but I did take classes in like multimedia journalism, other communications and stuff. Um, so it worked out better that I just sort of like worked in an internship, like had a KYUK, just kind of like, you know, starting with just reorganizing the, uh, the, the playlist for the day and then just kind of taking a, a bigger job after that. Okay. Now go out and gather, uh, bites. Oh, okay. Run the board today for the birthday line. Like, um, that, that helped me un- learn better. And I think uh, that helped me understand, um, what kind of, uh, what kind of learner I was. I think, I think KYUK just kind of like, gave me a, uh, a confirmation of that. If you, if you will, like, um, helped me kind of just like present the doors that were in front of me, like, Hey, like these might be, um, the areas you'd like to go in. Right. And then just sort of put me on this journey. And then I, from, uh, you know, from radio, I wanted to, you know, to, to video editing and then for video editing it was to video and now to just straight shooting video and then from shooting video now I'm kind of doing a combination of those two and animations and um, whatever um, my work kind of needs me to do at the time.
0: Yeah kind of more like project-based learning or task-based.
3: Yeah I, I came to realize that I think uh, K- I, I, I was working around a lot of people at KYUK who were like very understanding of how I absorb knowledge. And that was, that was really cool. We had, um, you know, from like Shane to uh, um, Dean, um, Kristen, who, I don't know if she still works there, but every, I think it was every staff that was very like um, every staff member just was understanding of like, Oh, you, you need an extra day for this. Um, Oh, you, you need to understand the um, how, like the tape recorders work. Here's how this goes about and not being, you know, rude or mean or being like, "Oh, you should know these things by now." Um, so that was just very uh, heartwarming, and uh, it, it's great to work somewhere where that's um, where they give you that as an example, and also just ha- it gives you an understanding of what it means to be a better coworker and, and, and manager too. I think.
0: Yeah, I would say so- that still the vibe at KYUK. Kaylee what do you think? Yeah it's so similar because everyone is like so close
2: we are always talking and yeah I really I totally agree with you.
0: So do you guys have any advice for people who want to pursue media? Kaylee maybe um, someone who's just about to start high school or who's in high school? I think
2: the only advice I have is to join the Media Ready Academy because that's how I got into it. And there's not a lot of, um, like, classes in the villages that, um, like, discuss these types of things, like how to do a, um, work a camera, how to voice track, and how to write stories, like news stories, and just, like, explore just explore out, get out of your comfort zone. Because when I first, when I first um, got to the film academy, I didn't know what to do. And I was the only one from Macquarie that was in there. And I really had to get out of my
0: comfort zone. Yeah. So take that leap. And yeah, LKST has some cool opportunities now. That's it's really, really cool um matt how about you do you have any advice for um people interested in media
3: uh, So, like i guess what what not to say i guess is the real the real question um i could be very charles Bukowski burkowski about it too and say don't do it there, there there are moments too where it things don't come through right that like sometimes the shoot the uh falls through or sometimes the weather isn't good or like you've uh, you're, you're having camera malfunctions that day, or you didn't get enough footage to, to edit in the field or whatnot, but um, keep checking in with yourself and asking if this is something you want to do daily as you keep going with it. And as long as you just keep going with it and keep making mistakes, keep learning from them. And by the, a good walk or a good few miles in your career, it you'll you'll get to see this amazing progress of yourself and all these things you get to create and i think that's kind of what's one of the coolest things about working in media and video and film is um you have the opportunity to look at your past and see how far you've come as a as an artist or as a as a storyteller the other thing i would say too is you're on a journey with this and even though you say at first oh i'm gonna i'm gonna be a director but then you end up deciding oh audio engineering and mixing is my thing go ahead and keep going with that let let it see see where something ends see where an idea keeps ends and takes you um i i didn't know where i was gonna gonna end up when i had started working at kyuk but um that was but like the, the fact that um the the job itself was kind of like, Oh, don't worry. It'll be okay. Just, just, just keep going and just have fun, like learning everything. Even if like, you know, you're, you you didn't think you were going to learn how to operate a a soundboard today, but that's, that's, that's what you're doing today. Go ahead and do it. So just, just say, just say yes to uh, wanting to learn everything to an extent, to an extent, obviously put your own morals in there, but
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's great advice. I've I've gotten to the point though at Kyuk where I'm like, I sometimes refuse to learn (laughs) things. Right. You know, otherwise, (laughs) like you're like, oh, you're you know, you're like multimedia and video person, but suddenly you're like, you know, running the board at during talk line. I feel like sometimes you got to set some boundaries, otherwise you'll just be doing everything all the time. (laughs) The jack of all trades.
3: Um, I, uh, yeah, no, at some point you do have to draw the line and tell people I only, I have the mental energy now to only do these three things and And you don't want to see me when I don't have any mental energy for anything.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then you can really, you can start to specialize, you know, you can choose like what, what you want to master.
3: Right. Exactly.
0: What does KYUK mean to you? Kaylee, what is, what does KYUK mean to you?
2: It's it's more than more than family. (laughs) Yeah. When I was younger, I didn't know what I was going to do. And it's been a long journey because I was just like 14 when I was when I started working with you and KYUK has really shaped my future.
0: Matt, how about you? What does KYUK mean to you?
3: uh kyuk to me is this hub of where information travels in and out and people travel in and out and social uh circles come out too um kind of going about the long way of answering this question um it would be really cool like kind of at the end of the night when there were like debates happening for you know the council um you know, you would see John Active come in and he would be talking to uh, some of the other elders and they would be normally speaking Yupik and that would be just cool to hear that, just to let alone to hear the language. Um, You would um, also just be able to hear about what's happening in the town and to talk to people because they would be coming through delivering packages. Um, Even the birthday line was cool to to have something that, um, you know, one day a week, everybody... uh, just said happy birthday to somebody. Because that's just kind of a nice message to um to leave with somebody. And that's a nice thing to give somebody of positive encouragement and and whatnot. Um but I think as that's what it means to me is sort of this uh this hub of information in Bethel and also kind of parts of Alaska too because we use a lot of stories from from Bethel. Um and as long as it can kind of stay there at the least, um it's more important than I think words can describe it's also physically very important emotionally important
0: Matt it's cool to think about like your your own your parents legacy at KYUK too it I mean Rhonda McBride was such an all-star and I think really set the tone for what um what video news packages could look like and 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 radio as well and then your dad we've got I think we've got a bunch of footage of your dad playing music at like the fundraisers and, um, and things like that. So yeah, I don't know. Do you have any reflections on kind of your parents' legacy at KYUK? Good evening, I'm Brenda Lapaz, La Paz.
2: And I'm Rhonda McBride. Thank you for joining us for this Monday night edition of KYUK News. We apologize for joining you late tonight because we're going to be bringing you an extended broadcast. Brent?
3: Yes, Rhonda, the week is off to a frantic pace with a large group of Cuscaquim fishermen threatening to call a strike.
2: And the Electrica Council has upped the ante in the sovereignty controversy.
3: And it was a close call for the Captain Atkins this morning.
2: These stories and more now tonight's top story.
3: Thanks Rhonda. Oh man. Well, first of all, I will have to see that footage at some point. Um, so if I do visit, I'll definitely have to to look at those deep cuts. You know how, like when you're, when you're a teenager, you're, uh, at least for me, when I, when I was a teenager, I, I didn't have, I, I had a bit of an annoyance with my mom because she, she worked really hard. Right. She had like, she worked really long hours. She would, um, come home really late. And I would always, uh, kind of say like, like, why are you working this job? It, it just seems really stressful. And like you, uh, you overwork yourself and it, it doesn't seem like it's giving you a lot of happiness. Right. And then, uh, and then it wasn't until I started working at KYUK and people were talking to me about it. Oh, Veronica McBride's son. Wow. She did this, 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 and this. And, you know, it was like, incredible to work with and just really like put her heart in every story. And, um, I kind of, I kind of got to get a crash course on the legs of me my parents. Like, I sort of felt bad. I didn't know anything about. I, I mean, I knew my mom did stories, and I saw the ones I did when I was a kid. But like, that was when I, I really started realizing, oh wow, my, my mom made an impact at the time, and even is still kind of doing that, and is still writing stories. And I'm like, really, I'm really kind of proud to be her son and to be her, to be related to her because of it, and as. That that was like the crack of that rock breaking and seeing that like, you know, her legacy as well.
0: Yeah, that is that's that's really cool. She's um definitely I mean I can remember seeing her on KYUK when I was a kid and Mm -hmm. getting to work with her a little bit. She's she's uh yeah, she's in she's incredible. It's quite a legacy. What's one memory? from your time at KYUK that really stands out to you. Kaylee, let's start, any memories that stand out? I think it's when me and
2: the other interns were making the teacher retention um, documentary.
3: Like having the same teacher teach the same subject rather than having two different teachers teach the same subject in two years, like changing every year, that's, that's something hard to get used to.
2: I feel like
1: most students um, became less motivated when he left.
2: I don't know, I feel tired of always having to get used to new teachers. Getting an education in rural Alaska is tough. New teachers are coming and leaving, which affects students like myself. My fellow classmates and I are here in the Lower Cuskoquim School District to see how it is affecting all students. It was a learning experience because it was our first big documentary and we all were working together And I and you were there to help us. Yeah. I think that's the only memory that sticks out. Oh, and, for, and when we went to um, the lead on, it's cool that KYUK covers that because it's not local, but it's something we usually do annually or you, you did, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Lead on is a youth conference that happens in Anchorage and we go and um make a, a document like a short film about it every year um, except last year because there was COVID but yeah I'm that's that's been a fun thing and they've they've invited interns to come along too and help out so that's it's a really fun project you know for anyone listening uh, the film that Kaylee and three other interns made about the the teacher retention rate here and how that impacts students. That's on our our Facebook page under the videos section and then also on YouTube, so on our YouTube channel. So check it out. called Growing Our Own. (laughs) Yeah, Growing Our Own, yep. Cool, and Matt, how about you? Is there um, one memory from your time at KYUK that stands out?
3: So my last few days, I uh, had to keep time for the bethel was electing new city council members um, and I basically had to be the guy that said 10 seconds left, one minute, you know, and, uh, it was, I, I just remember, um, that night just getting to see, you know, the, the older, you know, generation of, of Alaskan natives too. And then, uh, more new generations coming together and just kind of being in this one place was really, was, was really cool. Like the fact that that was, um, there were still people that, um, spoke Yupik very fluently. And also as their, as their first language, that was just a a very eye awakening, eye opening and uh, life learning moment that uh, I, I kind of, kind of changed me. I, um, I think back about that a lot. And then also like, again, seeing, seeing John active sort of uh, uh, hang out and talk to everybody and make all these jokes, but you didn't understand what he was saying because Mm-hmm. Um, he was, he was speaking in Yupik and, uh, but that, that alone was just a, uh, really just surreal and cool moment.
0: Very cool. Yeah. John, I'm sure, I'm sure even though you couldn't understand, you could see that people were howling with laughter.
3: <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it was, he, he, I didn't know he was such a social bug. Like he, he'd be hanging out. It was kind of like the cool, uh, the cool kid in high school, but just an older older generation of people he was you know making all these older ladies laugh and you know doing all <laughs> these weird hand gestures and stuff and yeah it was uh it, it was really funny
0: very cool well thank you both do either of you have anything else you want to add about um kyuk or internships or your your career path
3: um i i think if i if i hadn't said anything before i uh I'm really happy that, um, that you guys do take on interns. Um, There is a lot of places that I kind of work alongside with or have worked at too, where um, you're lucky to just even get an internship at. Right. Um, So the fact that there is somewhere even here in Alaska that um, is so uh, that, that takes people on board, shows people the ropes. And even if it isn't their original choice of career or that, that isn't their final choice of what they want to do in life. um, You can still, they're still teaching just like how to be a, a, a better person and a better worker.
1: This episode of In Your Ears for 50 Years was hosted by Katie Basil. The producers for this show are Kristen Hall and Gabby Salgado. The theme music for this show was performed by Bethy Whalen Lisa Whalen and Andy Engsman of the band Blue Whalen. Join us next week for another episode hosted by Katie Basil, when we sit down with members of the multimedia team, both from the past and the present, to talk about how the multimedia department has changed throughout the years.